You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. It is what they call a little Wednesday soiree. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, a couple interesting things. Uh, I was watching uh, 90 Day Fiance the other way. It's called. It means uh, that uh, it's a someone from America moving to another country to get married and uh, live there. Mm-hmm. So a woman is wanting to stay in India where her fiance lives, but okay. uh, she they have to uh, get married in order to stay there. And the the Indian guy, his his uh, family does not approve of the marriage because the woman is much older than him. Okay. Much older American woman. Right. So she's going to have to go back unless she's able to stay in the country another way. One of the other ways that she'd be able to stay in the country is to become a devotee to Hare Krishna, the Hare Krishna movement. Got it. So I found this very interesting, though. So she goes to see what this is all about. You've heard of Harry Krishna, right? Mm-hmm. Me too, but I really don't know what it was. Me neither. But one of the things they do is they they do the Harry Krishna chant, which is very meditative. It's like meditation, but through Harry Krishna. Yeah. So they have this uh, these beads. There's 108 beads, and you're supposed to do the chant 108 times in okay. a row. And the w- way you keep track of it is you hold the you start at the top of the bead, and every time you say it, when you get down, so then you know when you've hit a hundred and eight. And this woman, when she got done doing the 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 chanting, she said she felt amazing. Good for her. Now she's not staying. She said they won't let her. Yeah. To become a full devotee, you got it's a lot of work. Right, right. And it right. takes years. So her idea of getting a visa to do that is not going to work. But it made me think. Like I like the idea of of trying uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. But my mind always wanders. Yeah, I, me too. Hard to stay in the moment. But I think if I did did Hari Krishna chant. Oh, Jesus. Can we get a camera inside your condo today? 108 times. Yeah. That there's no way for your mind to wander. How's the chant go? Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna. That's one. So you can do that 108 times. 108 times. No, you're not. Can I tell you that during the show today, I bought beads? I swear to God. I swear. We really kept your attention, huh? You just told me that during the show, the morning show between 6 and 10 in the morning, that Greg and I were so incredibly boring that you bought Harry Krishna beads. (laughs) 
during a commercial break. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> you suck. Get out. That's how I take that. Because the beads, it was only five ninety nine. So I said, if I'm going to try this, I'm going to do the Hare Krishna chant to see if it gives me inner peace. Okay. I mean, don't Be- you have inner peace? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 what is rough in your world? You live by the beach. You've got a beautiful <laughs> condo. You've got a great girlfriend. Your parents are doing wonderfully. You're not tied down by anyone or anything. You've got six to eight hours of free time every single day during the work day during the week. And nothing to do on Saturday or Sunday. If you don't have inner peace, the rest of us are effed. <laughs> oh, my God. Gandhi looks at my life and goes, <laughs> He's having a terrific time. Hari Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Wow. I don't get the beads till next week. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I'm looking for something that will help me not have my mind wander or fall asleep. And Hari Krishna chant, they want you to chant it 108 times. They found Where'd that. Where they come up with 108 I guess number? hundreds of years ago, they found that that is the number to get inner peace jerry so by the, when i get those beads in and start doing it you'll probably have a changed guy See, a happy owl yeah oh my he inner might even peace. root for the giants you'll i'll i'll be any anytime you try to bring something up to get me riled up jerry i'll be like the giants they do wonderful things for the community <laughs> and those who root for them they do you will see the good in people now, whenever I used to hear about the Hare Krishnas, I used to think about, like, they used to be, I believe, in airports trying to recruit people. Oh, okay. But, like Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, I like guess, something yeah, like that? I I, I'm not sure. I don't either. But I'm going to do the chant, not because I'm a devotee to Hare Krishna. I'm not changing you my religion. Yeah, I think you have to do it out loud. Your my dog's dog is going to be looking at you sideways. My dog's going to be like, what is going on here? Your dog is going to be like, look at this dork <laughs> take me back to the racetrack i hope <laughs> Hare krishna i hope you find what you're looking for i don't know how you don't have it already jerry i need peace in my life what more peace do you need to retire and just not do anything all day there's that george harrison um song that goes my sweet lord my sweet lord krishna krishna He's doing the chant. My goodness. I had a dream last night. I don't think I told you this in the warm-up show. I had a dream. Uh, I told you this during a break. I, ha- yes. I had a dream that I uh, that Gina was pregnant and we were having a baby girl. And at first I was shocked. Then I was, <laughs> then I was happy that right. I was having a baby girl. Yes, of course. And then it hit me. Oh, my gosh. I want to retire in eight years. I'm not going to be able to do that with this kid. What if this kid's a serial killer? What if this kid causes me trouble? Panic started to set in. Panic started to set in in my dream. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, I don't have a baby showing up. Perfect. You're good to go. Part of my inner peace with my Krishna Krishna. Movement. I can tell you even like when it's real. Yeah. You do. I, you don't panic. I, I don't. <laughs> that's not. I never had that. But there was disbelief. Disbelief of which part? When you actually had the baby or when you were that pregnant? We were, that we were having yeah. a child. Well, you, you've mentioned at times when when you left the hospital with the baby and no other person with you other than you, your wife, and a baby that you're like, huh. Uh, yeah. Why are they not coming with us? 
Like now what? No instruction booklet. I mean, you get if you get a toaster right now, you get a booklet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically what your parents tell you, what their advice is. Figure a lot of stuff out on your own. To me, the the scariest thing about it is, you know, especially, you know, it's it's interesting being around this radio station since 1997 because a big part of the uh, charitable work this radio station did in the late 90s and early 2000s was about the CJ Foundation for SIDS, Sudden Infant, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. So that never left me. So, right. who had did someone? Was it Joel Hollander? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was Joel Hollander. Um, I'll never forget like those first few weeks. Like one of you always up. Like you don't sleep peacefully because and you wake up and then you go make sure the baby's still breathing and the baby's okay and it's rolled over and it's. It's it's scary. Yeah. And then when you know they don't feel right, that's when you feel lost. Do you rush to the pediatrician or do they have a cough? Or it's things like that that are very uh, eye-opening. Yeah. And then as you kind of go through it, you figure out the baby's tendencies and what to look for. But, I mean, it's... Were you aware man. of back then, like, I feel like we're very, we're super aware now that... When people have problems as adults, we, they always go back to something that occurred in their childhood. What do you mean? Well, like it could be something that was like, well, um, you know, you're this bad person now because when you were a child, you weren't allowed to have hostess cupcakes and it really bothered you. And the way your parents said no, it, like I would be so over examining every little thing thinking I'm going to traumatize this kid somehow. No, I've never had that, no. But I do have a friend of mine who does look back on the way her parents treated her and really um, was stickler for the rules. Yeah. And because of that, her kids... No rules. Do whatever you want. Like, they're the mom friend. Yeah. Complete opposite. Like, they felt like her parents really ruled and it was our way or the highway and she and her husband are a lot different than that. I think that's what we do, right? We either do what our parents did or the complete opposite. Yeah, I mean, I think I I can't speak for Kim because I didn't grow up in that house. I think yes, there are things I do that my parents did for sure. So there's a lot of things that I do differently. And then some stuff right in the middle. A little bit, not really. A little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean I I definitely took their influence on certain things and other things I didn't care for. So I think you got to figure out a way to be your own person. Too. Yes. Right. You take all your influences. Yeah. I mean, well, you take all the information and everything that you've been a part of and all your experience and you kind of develop from there. That's why I don't think, and we've had this conversation many times from that boring guy. Um, that's why I. Sam Harris. Yeah. Like I, I don't buy the fact that you're, you know, only going to do a certain thing because of the way you grew up. I think it's still up to you to make that decision. And I don't do everything my parents did. You know, some for sure, because I liked it. Some I don't care for. So you got to be your own person. Right. A little bit. Uh, turning a completely different direction here, Jerry. I want to hang a uh, TV on my wall. Nice. But I'm nervous. Here's my question for you. Find the studs. Right. But then the studs, well, I watch a lot of HGTV, yeah. and the studs are what hold up the house. Mm-hmm. So now am I not compromising the studs? You're not. No, you're not. By putting a... No. It's a screw. You're not sawing it in half. I know, but they're big screws. I think they're big screws. They could be. It depends on what you have. And plus, you're going to drill a small pilot hole. 
Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're not going to knock down the condo, I promise you. That's what I'm worried about. You're going to be fine. You'll be totally fine. Because I have a space. I rearranged my bedroom, the upstairs, yeah. uh, a little bit, and I've got this big space on the wall that would be perfect for a TV. Perfect. And Are you going to hang it or are you going to put a brace, like a, a bracket up? Or are you just hanging the TV right on the wall? Uh, I guess a bracket. A bracket. Yeah. yeah. No, you'll be fine. you probably do probably do four of them. Four? Yeah. And how do you find the studs with that machine? You get, well, a, uh, an experienced carpenter will just knock on the wall and find it. I'm not good like that. Yeah. I feel like I can do it, but yeah. sometimes I'm wrong. I just use the stud finder. And then you measure out, oh, there it is. There's the beginning of the stud, and there's the end, and now I go right in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not, really not that hard. I feel like I should hire someone to do this. I'll do it for two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. That seems very pricey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would. I don't think you need. I mean, you're the same person. To be fair, and this is a compliment. You've watched YouTube videos and have done plumbing. Yeah, that's true. You can true. hang a goddamn TV on the wall, right? I imagine it's a flat screen that doesn't weigh 80 pounds, too. Right, so right, 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 right. You're not talking about much. You're right. Really not that big a deal. I want the kind that you could pull out from the wall and, angle and turn it. and angle yeah. it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, Absolutely. I might do that. Do that. All right. I like that idea. Yeah. I like that. So I put one up uh, in the basement, where, which is now essentially it's my studio for uh, now. I put a new floor down that I actually did. I remember. Painted. Um, and then we got uh, a new desk that I went all the way down to South Jersey to pick up, which was a mistake, but whatever. It is a nice desk. And I hung up a TV as well. You did? I, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get the one. I had a bracket that I used in another room that I previously took down, but I saved it. But it's not a swivel one. It just. Yeah. And it's fine. I'd prefer what you're talking yeah, about, Yeah, with though. the swivel. Yeah, and I could only find, because the walls are weird, I was only able to find one beam where I wanted to put the TV. So it's like the two are into the beam beautifully, and then the other two I've got, you know, the, um, what do you call it? You got to put the, you the make holes. the hole, and then you, what the hell? The drills, it? the brackets. Yeah, but just. Uh, screws. What? Yeah, the screws go into the little yellow, the little uh, oh, yeah. the caps. Yes, it's up sturdy because the left side is in. The other side's like, huh? Oh, probably pull right out of the wall if I did <laughs> right, four the other of those. Side, you couldn't hang on it. Right, Molly plugs is that what Molly's, they're called? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's up fine. I just I would prefer what you're going to do. I like that better. Do you think I would be able to change out the faucet in my kitchen sink? Yes. Not the sink itself, just the faucet. The problem with that, is, yeah. yeah. I, see, I you're more. I it's funny. I'll do the electrical more than you will. And you'll do the plumbing more than I don't touch the plumbing. The last thing I want is water damage and a leak. <laughs> it sounds awful. It does. Of course, I could cause a fire. That's not good either. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess. Hmm. Good luck. Yeah, I was thinking of doing that too. If not, I'll fix that for 250 as well. 250, so 500. If I no, get 500 no, no. for no, you, I'll come go. do both. Both for 250. There you go. Oh. Oh, that's the other thing then. <laughs> a plug. Can I change out an yeah. electrical plug? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just turn off the power. That's easy. It's kind of and then it's just nothing. It, yeah, it just the, the yeah. Just be careful. I, like for novices like ourselves, yeah. the only thing where it gets really tricky is when you have dimmers and faders. Yeah, I don't deal with that. That's and multiple switch. Yeah. But if you're talking about just like one outlet or one plug, one outlet. It's, it's like it's like what two wires and a yeah. It's easy. Okay. It's a piece of, it really is simple. Be all right. All right. Because what I, I did, switch out ceiling fans. You can do a plug. 
Yeah, I switched out a uh, a light. Then you can do a plug. Yeah. You'll be fine. Because um, in this moving furniture around, I exposed some older plugs, like the people that had the condo before me. Yeah. All the plugs that you could see, they had changed them all out to look nice. Mm-hmm. The ones that were hidden, they kept the old were yellowy crappy. things. Yeah. yeah. But so now those are exposed in the way sure. I rearrange things. So I would like to dress that up. Absolutely. All right. Good for you. Look hey, at me. You got it. You're going to find inner peace this weekend. I Not sure? by the Raji Gaji. What's it called? Uh, Hari Krishna. Not from that. But you're going to feel very satisfied with the work you put into that condo this okay. weekend. Okay. That's right. And then finally, Jerry, Madonna's daughter, Lourdes. Yeah. You, are you, have you seen her? I have. She's Not very, recently, but yes. She's 24 years old now. So her and Eminem's kid. So she's yeah. 24. Eminem's Haley. Haley. She's 21, I think. Yeah, yes. That I believe you're right? right. Yes. Getting old, man. Yeah. So Madonna's daughter, very attractive and looks to me like a young Madonna. Does she? Yeah. But she showed up to this. What do I uh, put in? Lord, Lourdes Madonna? L-O-U. Or she just come up as Lourdes. L-O-U-R-D-E-S. Yes. Lourdes Leon is her name. Oh, I, okay. She looks like Madonna. Yes, very attractive. Very attractive. Now, she showed up at this Met Gala, which uh, people had been talking about, and she was showing off her armpit hair. Yeah, I see that. You see it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this reminded me when... She really is pretty, though. Jesus. When Madonna was hitting it big in the mid-'80s, Playboy magazine got a hold of these photos that Madonna took before she was famous. Okay. Nude, nude photos, which they were going to publish. Right. And I needed a, I needed these pictures, Jerry. I know me and my friend were like, we need to get these Playboys. Sure. But we weren't old enough to go buy Playboys because I think this was like 84. This is before you got your subscription to the house. Yeah. Right. So I was only like 14. Mm-hmm. So my friend had a paper route and we used to... We, he just stole it out of someone's mailbox. That's terrible. But we were so thrown off. First of all, they were black and white, and she had armpit hair. Oh. So her daughter, Lourdes, must be doing the same thing. It's an artsy thing. A hippie, it's a European hippie thing type thing, a European type thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't, they don't shave legs, nothing, right? No, that's true. That's true. I remember my friend, uh, Steve, he uh, was... He the, shaved his armpits, but his girlfriend <laughs> didn't. He was... Uh, married now 25 years mm-hmm. but prior to that he was in, he was uh dating a woman in germany when where he was stationed and uh she came over one summer for vacation and uh yep she had hairy armpits and we went to action park the water park and she had her hairy armpits yeah it was really throwing me up okay, i was very immature back then jerry i didn't know about culture and, and you didn't judge people and i didn't judge people you've come a long way yeah back then i was very judgy <laughs> so that really threw me off but Hey, good for Lourdes uh, Madonna. Hey, she's being her. Lourdes Leon. You be you. Very attractive, Jerry. Yeah, I would say so. And you're she right. Do music too, or no? I don't think so. You're right, though. Uh, Haley uh, Eminem's daughter, very attractive. Yeah, as well. she is. Oh, yeah. And his wife, his ex-wife, passed away. Or I don't no, think so. his ex-wife in the movie passed away. Yeah, his real ex-wife is. That's right. Uh, 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 Brittany uh, Murphy. Brittany Murphy, the That's actress, right. passed away. Very sad. A very weird. Yeah, there's an investigation discovery uh, program about it. Not good. Very odd. Yep. Very odd. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. All right, Al. That was not odd at all. It was terrific. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Thursday. And we will preview Giants, Washington. So.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The home of New York sports is WFAN, 1019 FM, and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't Well, good morning, Eddie Scazzeri. How are you? And good morning, everybody else. What do you say we do? It's 5.02. It's Wednesday, 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 and I've got the man, the myth, the legend. His name is Al Aaron. Do we call him Double A-D? Al Aaron Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I'd like my name to be Aaron. Double A? Double A-D. I like it. Aaron. There's A-D. Aaron Rodgers. There's right. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. <laughs> What's Aaron going on? is still one of those names you can find, like if you go to Disney and you want to get a license plate for your bike. Probably so. You can still find Aaron. There. Plus, there's a store called Aaron's. Aaron's store. There Jerry. is that. Yes. Although you do have Duke's University, don't you? That, or isn't the there Duke. a school that's got the Dukes? Uh, the Albuquerque. Well, there's a, there's a the Albuquerque Dukes is a uh, minor league baseball team, I believe. Yeah, but you have a shirt. What university uh, is that? Duquesne Dukes. The Duquesne Dukes. That That's seems like right. a lazy name. Very lazy. That's, That's like saying James, we're the Liberty uh, Libs. Yes. James Madison also. James Madison Dukes. All right, that makes sense. All right. Fair I got to step up my t-shirt game, Jerry. I got to get some of these shirts for the fall. The minor league one would be cool. The Albuquerque Dukes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, I wonder on what kind of the logo they have. They do, they have a weird logo. It's oh. like a guy. It's a it's Is he a bald with glasses. <laughs> no, that would be an sitting awesome. sitting on his couch alone. <laughs> that would be an awesome logo <laughs> with a dog next to him. <laughs> <laughs> dog with a thin neck. That would be cool, Jerry. Why That'd doesn't have someone have a? Why isn't there a sport where I'm the logo? Just a bald guy Make with one. glasses. Oh, I'll tell you what. The Albuquerque Dukes. Dukes logo is not far off from what we were just saying. It's pretty cool. They have the same colors as the Buccaneers. They yeah. have the orange and the red, and it looks like a lonely guy. I once bought one of their hats, but it was one of those like straight bill caps. Uh, they I don't fit right. No, I can't wear that, Jerry. That's no good. Certain guys can wear that. I had my You head should is... actually have a sign of this in your condo. I should. The Albuquerque Dukes. Yes. It's kind of cool. All right, maybe I'll go put, go into their store today, Jerry. Who do you think is the most famous player that have ever... I don't think they've ever pulled a famous player. Oh out come of the on, Albuquerque Dukes. Yes, they have. You can't tell me they haven't had major leaguers. None that you've heard of. Why? I don't know. It just seems like who's going to Albuquerque? Where did Edwin Diaz play minor league baseball? Is Albuquerque in New Mexico? I'm going to ask a really stupid question, which I'm sure I know the answer to, but at this moment, I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's the United States, right? New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Albuquerque. By the way, Tommy Lasorda was the manager there. Never heard of him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he was the manager of the Albuquerque Dukes? Yeah, 1972. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not finding too many other ones, <laughs> but yeah. That's, right, a, that's pretty a big, big one, name. Jerry. Hall of Famer. Yeah, I would Hall say so. Not bad. Did you see, Jerry, we lost um, um, Norm McDonald passed away. I did see that. Funny yes. man, Norm McDonald. Yeah. I love Norm McDonald. Charlie Huff played there, too. And Charlie Terry Huff. Collins. Charlie Huff, the knuckleballer? Yeah. And Oral, Terry Collins. Oral Hershiser right, pitched these, for them. These are big names. Jerry. All right, there you go. These Charlie are, Manuel. 
These are very big names. Yes, Paul Canerco, you know him. I'm familiar with him. Pedro Martinez, have you heard of him? I have heard of that guy. So I would say they've had a lot of people that have gone through. Yes, I did see. I was... Like, what is he doing? It's the Albuquerque theme song. Yes, Albuquerque, Al, Spain. For extra credit, who's the artist? I have no idea. Jerry? I don't know. The Partridge family. Oh, how about that? When I first got into radio and I was doing rock radio, Jerry, my name was Al Albuquerque. Come on. Good morning. Well, I don't even know if you're joking or not. I, I can see you at, uh, what was that station we were on? WJDM and Elizabeth. Hey, it's Al Buquerque in the morning. I've got your oldies, <laughs> Al Buquerque. Here's the Partridge family. Hey, with Al Buquerque. <laughs> yeah, Norm Macdonald passed away, Jerry. I was. Uh, I was sad. Uh, yeah, I loved the Norm Macdonald. He has a great podcast, which I think is still up on YouTube. Okay, it's very funny. Yeah, uh, he was great on Saturday Night Live. That's how I know him. Doing the OJ jokes when yep. when Don Olmeyer, who ran NBC at the time was like very good friends with the juice and did not want Norm continuing to do nothing but OJ jokes. And, and he kept he doing them. Just kept plowing through good them. Good for him. Then uh, Norm hosted the ESPYs one year and uh, referenced Mr. Boomer Esiason. Is that true? In, uh, yeah. No kidding. He said something about uh, Boomer uh, taking over for Monday Night Football and that Al Michaels was uh, somebody else was going to have too much time with their wife now. Then he did a funny joke about Reggie Bush. This was during the Reggie Bush when they were when he ran into that trouble at USC, I guess, right. and they were wanting to take his uh, Heisman away. Yeah, he says the the one thing they can't take from you is your Heisman Trophy, Reggie Bush. They can't, well, unless you kill your ex wife oh, in a way. That's what I mean. Like he was yeah. relentless with the OJ jokes. How about that? How about that? Yeah, very. And I respect the fact that he kept his. I guess it was a battle with cancer. Very private. No, it seemed like everybody was shocked by this. Yeah, they said nine years. He's. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. reading nine years. Then I, I saw a whole bunch of things on Twitter from people that had heard from Norm over the years mm-hmm. in odd spots where he had called to offer support. The strangest one to me, Rachel Nichols. Oh yeah, who made it seem like with her recent yeah. uh, troubles that Norm had reached out to her. It's very nice, very nice. Why very don't nice. I wish I would do that? I don't reach out to anybody. No, nor does anybody reach out to you. Right. I know. Well, but start I feel like right. turn over a new leaf. It begins like, today. I feel like like when I see, I have an idea. Yeah, I have a really good idea. Who do I reach out to? Who's in trouble? Go Jerry? back. And let's look at the list of names yeah. of new talk show hosts that were given chances. Ooh, okay. Find out the three or four worst ones. Yeah. And reach out and give them a critique. <laughs> Don't tell them that they've got no chance. All right. Don't tell them that they should go work at Gristidi's. Instead, tell them this is what you need to do better. Something supportive. Reach out. Be supportive. Right. Help. Offer your expertise. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to be more like Norm McDonald was, Jerry. There you go. I want I to just, reach I out. I just to gave people. you the blueprint. I want to reach out, say, and touch someone. Touch someone w- w- with them allowing my touch. Well, I don't for want sure. To reach out. I don't mean touch. physically touch them. I mean reach out and touch them like their life emotionally. Help them. Yes. Like if you were Eddie, give me one of the names of one of the guys that filled in. Don't give me Fleegelman. I know him. Give me one of the guys, the lesser name guys, Emmanuel, for instance. Emmanuel. Reach out and touch Emmanuel. Touch me. <laughs> I don't, yes. When I think of Emmanuel, I think of uh, the, the the sort of dirty movies that Showtime would show on Saturday nights. Emmanuel was one of them. It that was. was a woman. 
Yeah. Emmanuel. No, that was a whole series. Yeah. Mid seventies. It was a whole series. Really, Emmanuel. Joys of a woman or something. Like that. <laughs> it was Joys of a Woman. There was Emmanuel. Then there was Lady Chatterley's Lover. I know you always bring that one up. <laughs> Touching me in the wrong places. <laughs> exactly, Boomer. Emmanuel. I want to touch people in the right places. Emotionally. Touch me all over the place. Okay. <laughs> Seems like I know someone I can reach out to. I guess Boomer's so. Boomer's eyes, and he needs. Joys of a Woman, Emmanuel, 1976. They always teased you like you thought you were going to get some real sexy time on TV, and then it was. You touched me in a a mental way. And then you would just get like a quick breast shot and move on. Yeah, then there was Emmanuel 2. Oh, yes, Jerry. Uh, Interesting. I've never heard of this. I'm sure there was a trilogy. Trilogy. The audience score of Emmanuel, The Joys of a Woman, (laughs) was a 22% (laughs) approval rate. No one seemed to like it. Right, because it teased you. And right when you thought you were going right, to get some boobs. real action, they'd, they'd move on. You want to come in and touch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> touch what? <laughs> I mean, good Lord. But Lady Chatterley's lover, that was a Richard Belzer's wife. She was Lady Chatterley. Richard Belzer from Law & Order SVU? Yeah. When he really? used to go on Howard Stern, they used to they used to make fun of him because his wife was in soft core <laughs> action. <laughs> the soft core. Lady Chatterley? Yeah. Touch me. All right. <laughs> you heard you. It's a little early for this, isn't it? So I guess God needed another funny man, Jerry. Lady Chatterley. Up in heaven. Keep telling yourself that. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, all right. I see it. Whoa. <laughs> some of the <laughs> some of the images. Good Lord. <laughs> I just downloaded uh, Mark Marin had uh, an interview with That's the Norm. boring guy? Uh, no, Mark Marin does the the WTF podcast. You're thinking of the other boring guy, like Mark yeah. Marin's not thrilling, but he does a good interviewer. But he interviewed. He's the one that gets all the huge guests, yeah, right? I got on the podcast. Okay, he interviewed Norm in t- 2011 and reposted. I'm going to listen to that on my ride home. Okay, well, there you go. I gonna yeah. get really get involved. I hear you. Um, what else do I have for you, Jerry? I the, hope more because we got 50 minutes to go. 50 more minutes? Are you kidding me? How am I possibly? What does the beach look Whoa. like these days? Oh, there's people down there. Yesterday was a really nice day. Yeah, there's people there. Is it? How does it compare? And then we'll move on. How does it compare to like a July Tuesday? Is it noticeably quieter? Yes. Yeah. But a July Tuesday is really not all that busy either. Really not till like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's the weekend. It's, here comes the weekend. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees, Jerry, they got back to normal last yeah, night. Yeah, they played the Orioles. Exactly. In Baltimore, where they had no fans. It was all Yankee fans. It was like a home game. And they hit five home runs, Jerry. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And it was classic. Judge, home run. Stanton, home run. The new fella, Gallo, home run. Yeah. DJ LeMahieu, home run. Yeah. Luke freaking Voigt, home run. Yeah, they really. There's not much to say about that game. They went in and they did what they had to do, and they walloped the Orioles. Okay. And Garrett Cole shut them down for yeah, five and he, innings. You know, he had a couple of spots where he was in trouble, yeah. if you will. He got out of it. He was hitting 100 on the gun. He looked good. Didn't look like there were any issues. He had a nice curveball last night. I saw a couple dopes waving at it. He is uh, he's a good pitcher, as yeah. we know. He is their ace. So who do they uh, tonight? Uh, Nestor Cortez Jr., who yeah, I love. You love Nestor Cortez. He's a little pudgy. He's got a cool mustache. Drops the arm slots. Yeah. I know you like him. Goes against John Means. Who Boomer had on game time. Yeah. He's, I guess, a decent pitcher uh, amongst the I mean, few yeah. Oriole bright spots. He did the no-hitter earlier in the year. All right. But, I mean, it's still no offense to John Means. The team stinks. When I think of John Means, I reminds me of John Means, who was a pitcher for the Mets. See, I think of Natron Means. Oh, the running back. Yeah, remember him? Yeah. Who did he running back for the Wasn't it the Browns? Chargers? Oh, Chargers, yeah. Yeah. 
Natron means. Yeah, I remember that when we drafted in fantasy. <laughs> You're like, I'll take Natron means with the number one. But pick. I like what you said. It makes you think of John Maine. Right. You're John Maine. You're John Maine. You probably. For whatever reason, song. and I don't know why, I was thinking of John Maine a few weeks ago. And I Googled him. Yeah, like, what's he I doing? I think John Maine was an opening day starter for the Mets one of those years. Probably. I feel, I feel like I came across that. I, mean, I, I, think, I often wonder, like, where do these guys go? Like, you're right. John Maine. <laughs> that don't that impress, impress me, me much. <laughs> where are you now? They, I, my, I imagine they're all coaching college or high school baseball. He might be. Which can't pay much. I'm kind of Googling him right now. John Maine. Yo, John Where Maine. is he now? Where is he now? We should do a where is they now segment. And what do you want to do with it? We just like, I used to love that when Sports Illustrated would do that. They would do a where are they, this is before the internet existed where you could just uh, Wikipedia somebody and find out where they were. But Sports Illustrated used to do a where are they now issue where they would find people be like, where's Dave Parker today? Yeah, sure. And that was always cool. I agree. I'm trying to, it doesn't really tell you much except that the article I'm reading about Basically says baseball players tend to disappear. <laughs> uh, he's gone. Yeah. Jerry, would you take the Yankees tonight with Nestor Cortez I would. Jr. on yeah, the I would. I, the, I would think the Yankees will sweep this series. I mean, I thought they were going to sweep the Orioles last weekend. They didn't. I would certainly expect them to just rip right through the Orioles here. Might yes. you make a bet tonight on that? Uh, I very well. I do have a, I have my own game today, so yeah. that gets a little tricky. Okay, but if I do remember before I go out to the uh, to the fields, yes, I could do. But one you of like my... to pick a, a second game to parlay? It, yes, it's so easy. The Yankees are definitely going to beat the Orioles. Well, I don't know about definitely, but I would. De- I will definitely lay my money behind the Yankees. Yeah, tonight. yes, absolutely. I don't think you're going to ask me about another pitching matchups today. Hmm. What about uh, John Lester versus Tylo or McGill? Mets, I'm not uh, going anywhere near the Mets. <laughs> Mets I, Cardinals. That game last night. Yeah, they stunk. It's hard to fathom so many different things that happened in that game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I'm going to touch that game. Touch me. Touch um, me. If I was going to go. See, the only problem is you lo- like I love, and who wouldn't, you love the Dodgers tonight. There's zero value in taking them, though. Right. I mean, it makes no sense. This is the problem with betting. Anything that's a sure thing, they give you no odds. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will take the Yankees and I'll take the Dodgers tonight, but I will take the expanded run line. What does that mean? Probably going to be minus, uh, probably minus two and a half. All or, right, or minus one and a half, something okay. like that. It won't just be to win; it'll be one and a half or two and a half. I'll see what I can get. I was already looking at because uh, the Dodgers should destroy the Diamondbacks. Tonight. You would think so. I mean, they got Urias on the mound. You know, yeah. I was looking, uh, doing a little look ahead at uh, Washington versus the Giants for Thursday. Night. Okay, it's a three point. Uh, uh, sp- uh, what do you spread. call it? Spread. Yeah. What's the spread? It's a three point spread right now with the uh, Washington being favored by three. Okay, you taking the, the Giants back in all your? Uh... No, <laughs> I am going to bet against the Giants and the Jets every week until they prove me wrong, and then I will rethink and reevaluate. So you're going to lay your money on Nikki. I am. Good for you. But the the over under is like 40. That scares me. Uh, yeah, I mean, this could be one of those 17, 13 type of games. Who right. knows? You really have any idea? No. None of us do. I, mean, I know. Vegas seems to know whoever sets these odds. Those Sometimes, dudes know everything. You know, it's funny. When they're right on it, we highlight it like, man, they're good. They nailed it. They don't nail it all the time. And, then we, and we never seem to say, well, who figured this out? We <laughs> right, we don't speak anything of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. 
And we should. We you, just say bet more and more. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought of betting? Pretty much. Go to BetMGM. Go to Win. What is it? WinBet. WinBet. Wherever you got to go. Go to FanDuel. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Do you so. think anyone's ever walking around going? I would love the place to bet. I don't know where to bet. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. Where would I possibly do that? Not Unless you're in New York. Unless you could you're sit in there New York, and say, right. I need to rent a moped and get through the Holland yeah. Tunnel. That is possible. Right. You'd have to moped your way. By the way, Holland Tunnel opening in today. I know. I How about love that? it. What is going on? All right, exciting, quick break. Jerry, don't question I agree. I'm not. I heard Jeff Jensen say it again today. Take that right to break, like old school. And then we hit, like, the Paul Turner thing. All right, 517, the warm-up show till 6. Boomer and Gio then on the fan. Don't go away. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Favorable prices, Jerry. This is what I hear. 25 after 5. Hello, hello, hello. My name is not Craig. We're Alan Jerry. By the way, big debate yesterday on the afternoon program amongst uh, all the people. I was at baseball practice yesterday. Um, All right. I was... uh, not doing anything. And listening. Yep. <laughs> Which is great. It was a big debate whether the Beatles are considered classic rock. Or are they earlier than classic rock? I mean, it was... Quite a debate. It's the 1960s. I mean, but there are classic rockers from the 60s. Correct. Not like there aren't. I uh, I, I voted... Fit, in, yeah. I voted in the poll. I voted they are classic rock. I would go they're both oldies and classic rock. I mean, you can be more than one. What was funny, what Craig was hanging on, what he was really arguing, like he... Because... Uh, um, McMonagle is a very big Beatles fan. And one of the things Craig was arguing was that Hey Jude is not a classic rock song. That is 100% a classic rock song. I, yeah. I think they, they kind of made the transition in the Rubber Soul Revolver albums. Right. Anything after Revolver, Sgt. Pepper, the White Album, Magic Correct. Mystery Tour. I consider Abbey all Road, that classic rock. Classic rock. But all that, the, know, the very early stuff. Please Please Me and the Hard Day's Correct. Night. So both are right. Well, that's what I said. You can be more than one. You can be more than one. Of course you can. Certain people can, yes. Absolutely. Uh, I love sports media and ratings talk and all that stuff, Jerry. And uh, it's kind of uh, interesting where we are in the world of Twitter and all that stuff. So ratings came out for the Manning Brothers Monday Night Football debut along with the regular Monday Night Football. That I was not interested in. That you were not interested? You were not interested in the Mannings? No. Not at all. Well, it, it was funny because if you looked at Twitter, mm-hmm. you would think everyone was watching the Manning Brothers, or at least my Twitter. And right. all we do is, you know, depending on who you follow, you have a different Twitter world. Sure. Than, than I do. Uh, than, yeah. Which mine is, was very quiet, as I told you. Yeah. And mine was, I think because I follow a lot of uh, barstool people. Okay. They seem to be locked into the Mannings. So to me, it seemed like everyone was watching the Manning Brothers. Yeah, it's weird. We both had different experiences with that. Yes. I felt like it was very quiet. So when the actual ratings came out, the Manning Brothers got a 0.6 rating. Yeah. And the actual game got a 6.0. 
5.5. Well, if I'm Steve Levy, I'm happy about that. Yes. Because we talked about that yesterday. Don't you feel like almost insulted if you were the Monday night crew and then they got to put the Mannings up against you right. for the same company? Right. So I guess the, the game was on ABC and ESPN. So if you look at the uh, ABC rating was a 6.5 and on ESPN a 4.5. So do they get credit for an 11 share? How does I that work? I think so. Yeah. The Manning brothers got a zero. The first number is a zero. Well, if you remember, and we talked about this yesterday too, and again, I didn't put it on, but the fact that the first indications were that Peyton was shot out of a cannon and couldn't shut up, and it was, you know, they had to have a talking to at halftime, maybe it turned a lot of people off very quickly. Right. Maybe they shut it off. Maybe. I mean, and I'm sorry, it also brings me back to my point using Twitter, according to Twitter, the ones you followed. Right. Everyone was locked in, but Jerry's not so much. Right. But overall, what percentage of the population is on Twitter? I think uh, 7%. Is it that much? Is it really? And we just kowtowed to freaking digital and social media (laughs) for 7 effing percent. Well, it was also interesting, uh, the pro football talk fellas, uh, Chris Sims and uh, Mike Florio, they had done a Twitter poll, which did you watch? And they had like 50, over 50 something percent, the Manning brothers. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to see. Who knows? Who knows exactly? Well, we know what they are. Well, yeah, well, that's true. With those ratings. I just think there is something distracting about it. It just is to me. I think it's interesting. Like, to me, the Manning brothers, all anyone wants is to put them on and make them the next Tony Romo, right? And yet they won't take those jobs. I think they have a fear of failure, which is why they go on the ESPN2. Maybe it's not an interest in work. Because, well, yes, I, I do think that there are some analysts, I really do think some analysts just show up and do a game. And they'll, you know, and I've seen it where a guy will show up, where are the game notes, and will crunch everything in an hour beforehand. It's a lot of work. If you want to be great at it, and maybe either one of them isn't interested in that. Like, they just played for how many years? Do they really want, like, I was listening to, was it Burkhart and, who do you do it with? Burkhart and who? Uh, Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yes, Greg they Olson. Were, yeah, that's who it was. I was listening to them the other day, and they were talking about how they were at practice Thursday. And, I mean, that's a job. If you're flying in Thursday morning and then going to practice and spending part of Thursday with one team and then part of Saturday with the visiting team that's flying in, you're away from your family from Thursday to Sunday night or Monday morning. And I'm not saying people don't want to be away from their family, or they do. But all of a sudden, you go from, hey, I'm retired to, eh, I'm back in this. I'll see you on Monday and Tuesday. Right. Maybe they're not interested. They've made all the money in the world. You really need it at this point? Uh, no, they do not need the money. That's for sure. But I, I also think there are certain people that don't take the big jobs that are offered because they're afraid they're going to fail at them. But yet these guys were both NFL quarterbacks. And what is more? Right, but that's where they. Well, out of that. their comfort zone. Right, that's out of their comfort zone because they're, they're, they know they're good at football. They it's can like, throw a ball in their sleep. Now all of a sudden talking into a camera and a microphone, a little different. It's like when Mike Francesa's job came open here at WFAN. There were. There were people that said no. Right? There were people that said no yeah. that have lesser. That have jobs in the business. But lesser profile. Lesser profile. Yeah. But they're making a fine living. Yeah, and then there's the, it's either one of two things, the fear of failure or the comfort and security you have already. Do you really – how many times have we said about an athlete, how much do you really need? So if you're making a really good living, you're comfortable, 
sure, you could probably make more and become more of a quote-unquote media star. But if you're good, hmm, is it fear, fear of failure or are you just comfortable? Right. And I it's don't. like when some hosts have a relationship with someone and they want them to get them on as a guest, they'll have the producer reach out. And, but if you know him, just text him. What, do you, what, what am I doing? Fear of rejection. Exactly right. Interesting. Do you ever have fear of rejection with women? Always. Yeah. I think most people do. Yeah. I would think. It wasn't until I was way older that I felt comfortable. A couple years ago? <laughs> well into my 40s, <laughs> at least, Jerry. <laughs> Good news for the Jets, Jerry. They signed a punter. I know. I was disappointed by this. Yeah, I wanted to. I'm with I, you. I liked it yesterday. Boomer was basically saying that punters were more important than quarterbacks. <laughs> yes. I mean, essentially, that's what he was saying. He was. Well, he, all right, you he wanted, wasn't, but. You wanted the Jets' Amendola yeah. to continue kicking and punting. Oh, very valuable. <laughs> well, his point, I think, was I that if, if Amendola gets hurt punting, now you have no kicker. Well, he made that point, but at first he said, you need the kicker to concentrate on his kicking. That's what he said. See, I think it would be nice if you were a, a kicker and you get you're in a pressure position where you have to where you're worrying about having to do the kick at the end of the game to win it, and you're also the punter. Your head's in different Takes places. Takes your mind off it. Takes your mind I off it, Jerry. Completely agree. I I'm with you. The the, the 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 last place you want to be is trapped inside your own mind. Yes, and I think that's a nice a little uh, diversion. Yes, a little diversion. You th- you're like I've got a punt here. Punt. Punt. Kick, punt, punt kick. Uh, his name is Thomas Morstead. Morstead. He used to be with the Saints, didn't he? I saw he was with the Saints. I also see he was at some point on the Giants or a practice squad. Or Thomas something Morstead with the, was yeah. with the Giants. I don't remember that. One of okay. the articles had him with the Giants, but uh, yeah, mainly, I guess, with the Saints. Uh, yeah, that's where I remember him. You got to be thrilled if you're that guy, because what else were you doing? <laughs> Probably coaching high school football somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take control of all the high school punters in the area. Maybe he's at the same high school John Maine is. You have John Maine as your head baseball oh, coach, awesome. and Thomas Morstead as the head football coach. I would do a punting clinic if I was him. I'm sure he does. Why wouldn't punting you? Punting clinics? Yeah, for high school kids. Hi, I'm Thomas Morstead. Like you'd have to address the the kids. Like think parents. about this: if you, not everybody can be an NFL running back. You just can't. Just physically, you can't. But if you can build up the leg strength. You could be a kick. You could punt or kick. Yes. Does it matter if you're six? Like no. if you to play in the NBA? I mean, legit a five a kid that's five seven has you have no chance. You got no shot. None. If even I mean to be honest, even five ten five eleven, you've got very 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 small chances to play at in pro basketball. There's not a lot of your, spud webs. Your Jerry. size kills you. You can be five eleven and be a punter in the NFL if yes. you can build up enough leg strength. So. Why not go to a punting clinic? If you can punt the ball 65 yards, someone's going to take a look at you. If I had a uh, young boy, Jerry, I would send him to punting clinic. Of course you would. Or backup quarterback <laughs> clinic, if there was such a thing. How this to hold a clipboard. <laughs> this is how you hold the clipboard and help the coach out. And pray to the gods that you don't get in a game. Yeah. And keep collecting a paycheck. All right, let's take so, a break. Hold your story. Welcome aboard. Thomas Morstead. <laughs> I hope you're listening right now on your way into Florida Park. Hurt. Exactly. All right, 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. Don't go away. Lots more to do on the warm up show with Alan Jerry. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I got a good note for you, by the way. Coming up on a quarter to six. You ever notice, especially in Manhattan, when you time the lights out? Yes. You can kind of zip through. Now, you got to make sure there's not another car flying through the light on a cross street. You get right. killed, for sure. But Do you, you look for that? I do. Me too. Because a friend, a very good friend of mine almost died from an accident just like that got back t-boned. in... Yeah, back in 2009 or 10, I forget. And he was in really bad shape for well over a year. Uh, so I do look. But you do time the lights. So this morning, a smartass on my way to work, but still in Jersey, tried to time the lights. And the lights were not sunk up. And this happens randomly where there's like a week where they're not for whatever reason. And there was a cop on the other side of the light. Pulled him right over. Oh, nice. And not only did he not time it, like he went through the red light. He was through the red light. We still weren't green. And he probably got 100 yards up before we turned green. And by the time our light turned green, the cop already had his lights on. Perfect. It was awesome. I love when the, that ticket. when the cops pull over a punk like that, Jerry. I, I hear you. You I know. punk. Yeah, I know. One of the, uh, with the uh, Giants-Washington game Thursday night, there's going to be an announcement at halftime about the future of hard knocks. It's over? That's what people are thinking. Why would you announce that, though? No, it can't be that. They're gonna what? They're gonna announce Hard Knox's retirement, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're here to announce the retirement of Hard Knox. That's what people think it's going to be. That it's going to be an announcement. But why that it's would over. you announce that? Right, though. just don't do it next year. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. What That's else could it be? I wonder. Um, maybe they're going to do a Hard Knocks during the season. Maybe they'll announce like the next three or f- like the way they announce the Super Bowl cities. Oh, okay. Maybe they'll announce the next three or four teams agreed upon. I don't know. I. What if I they just did, don't know why you would announce you're canceling it. Why? What if they did a hard knocks during the season? That would be very interesting. Maybe we're going to get that. Maybe that's it. Oh. oh, look at you! Oh, oh, hard knocks in season. In season, I actually like that idea with the Raiders. It could be, or it could be with the Jaguars, Titans, or Bears. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> pass. A uh, hard pass. Yes. Hard pass on that one. I would say if you were going to start that, the Raiders is a good one for sure. I would go Steelers. I want to know more about Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he seems like the type of guy that wouldn't allow the cameras. Probably not, but I also think they can dictate too, can't they? Yeah. At some point. Oh, you'll take these cameras, Tomlin. And at some point, you get comfortable with it. Yeah. And so while he may not be himself to start, by week 15. Correct. There's no chance he even realizes the cameras are on. Yeah. I I think that's true. Just we have cameras around here, and you're right. Like Within a very short time, you get used to it, which is why I think these reality shows... Get so crazy because the you get used to cameras following you around. Very much so. Even though I think some of them are a bit mudgy. You see the new one with, what's his name, Snooky? Snooky's got a new reality show? Yeah, it's something about like having hard nights drinking and just doing, just it's disgusting. It's a Snooky show? I think, yeah, it's on, M- I think it's on MTV. I'm sure someone, I hope, would be tweeting us right mm-hmm. now. MTV Snooky. 
That's her name, right? I did it all for the Snooky. New show. I'll put I'll put it that uh, do way. Do that. Good job, Jerry. The name of the show is Messiness. Messiness with Snooky. And it's all video clips, at least from what I saw in the uh in the promos. It's all video clips of people having issues with alcohol. Oh. So she's like a hosting a video clip show. Yes. The Snooky show. Messiness occurs. Messiness. Yeah. I can only imagine. Hmm. I don't think I'm interested in that. I think I'd be interested in one episode. Yeah, just to see what it is. How many and, times are you going to watch someone vomit? Right. I, mean, I don't want to see vomit. Or, you know, have their head vomit. Kind of like the night you were bobbing back and forth, sitting on the chair in the middle of the dance floor. Falling asleep. Because you were drunk from vodka. Yeah. And I was You've seen it once. You've seen on it once. Floor. It's enough. Yep. I agree. Right. I agree, Jerry. still one of the funnier things I wish I had video of. There's a photo, I think, of, of There might be, sleeping. but the video is better because people are dancing around you. Yeah. And you are just out for the count. <laughs> and your date left you. <laughs> That is true. I do recall that. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard my date was dancing sexy with another sexy woman at that event. And um, I missed the whole thing. Well, she looked over and saw that her old man boyfriend <laughs> was passed out and nodding on the dance floor in a chair. So she had a, listen, plan B. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You know, not one of your prouder moments. No, but, not, you know, one, not one of my better moments, Jerry. That's part of I, our history. That's why I stick to beers now. Was that at one of the booming? Yes, that was, I want to say, the first or second one that I went to. You guys might have went to one prior. Yeah, I went to a, a, of them a prior year. Maybe 2011 or 12 we're Who going knows? back to. Who knows? What was Who the first knows, year you Jerry? went to one? I 08? went the very first year, yeah. So 07. Or was it 08? Uh, 08. Okay. 08. So you had a couple before I got to one. Yes. Not making a fool of yourself on those. <laughs> you got invited back. I did get invited back, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I took advantage of the drinks. Yeah, I'm sure you of the did. drink specials. <laughs> what else do I have here for I you, I hope Jerry? something more. Something better. Oh, how about this? Uh, the Buffalo Bills, Jerry, they're going to be one of the teams that require fans at games to be vaccinated. Now, a couple of things I saw yeah. here. One... Okay, I mean, I think that's the, I think that's the first football team first for an NFL outdoor team, venue, yeah. right? And then the NBA is not requiring their players to get vaccinated. Yes, but again, the Knicks and Nets are going to have to be vaccinated to play at Barclays Center in the Garden. Yes, I'm very confused by it's all this. It's very confusing, Jerry. I don't understand. I just think it's funny that the Buffalo Bills are requiring their fans to get the vaccine, but it's still okay to light tables on fire and throw people from the tops of vans into those tables oh, at sure. their tailgates. That's a family tradition in <laughs> Buffalo. Just think, if you would have taken that job years and years ago, yeah. maybe you could have been a part of that. Of the tables and chairs. You never and... know. You could. You ever think about how different a person you would be today yes. if you made that decision? Yes, a lot of our lives are based on... And very, and very small, specific things. Right. Specific Now, that's decisions. a big thing, because that would have been a job change... In an area that you would have been just I would have been miserable, miserable if I moved yes, to Buffalo. Yes, 100%. And who knows if you ever find your way back here. Right. You could be living in Albany right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, possible. Sounds terrible, You could Jerry. be working for, like, you know, the classic rock station in Albany. Oh, my God. Don't say that, Jerry. Don't say those terrible it's things. possible. And you might not be such an attention whore. Well, possible. Mm. Because it sort of grew. It yeah. grew Twitter. It did. It, it really did. It grew here. Yeah. Craig started to build you up, and Twitter, your head exploded. Right. Which is fine. And it might have happened in Albany, because then, very big fish in a small pond. Right. It could have been the king of Buffalo. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. There you go. Oh, maybe it would have been better if you stayed there. But I heard they talk a lot of hockey up there. I'm not interested in that. Well, you weren't going to do the show. Buffalo Sabres talk. Which sounds brutal. <laughs> 
Could you imagine? They're terrible. Doing hours of Buffalo Sabres. I could. Stuff. People are nuts. Yes. People love their hockey. And uh, the Buffalo Bills owner up there, Jerry, he's threatening to move the team. Well, this has been going on now. He because wants public funding. He wants a new stadium, and he wants you to pay for it. Yeah. I, the they Bills got can't money. leave Buffalo, Jerry. Sure they can. You're right. The Raiders left Oakland, and the, the Colts left Baltimore. And the Browns left Cleveland. Yeah, I, Yes. So, yeah, they could leave. Hmm. Of course they could. Was it the member... Eddie, I'd ask you, but you won't know. Eddie, help me out. Wasn't there also a rumor back in the day the Jets thinking of going to Kansas City or somewhere Midwest? Wasn't that like a, a myth or a rumor for a short time? The Jets? Yeah, because I remember Beningo doing a show on it like he was nuts. You remember that? I don't. I have zero memory. Mm. And it, there was no truth to it, but it was an article written about the Jets exploring the idea of moving like to the Midwest or something. Yeah, I don't like when teams move. It throws me off. Well, for sure. It ruins my childhood. Did it throw you off when the Raiders went to L.A.? Uh, a little bit, but it still was like California. So not so bad. Not so bad. I don't like Were the Were you Raiders. okay when the Dodgers left for uh, for Los Angeles? Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I was born yet. <laughs> but I'm not, generally, I don't like it. Yeah, I, you want your teams to stay where they are. Uh, yeah, and there's certain cities like you know, football cities. Buffalo's a football city. You also hate expansion. I hate expansion. I oh, do I hate it. Although you don't mind the Ravens. No, I still consider them an expansion. You do. Titans. I still. I will never look at the those Titans as ex- the Oilers. The last expansion teams I accept as real teams are the Buccaneers and the Seahawks. Not the Jaguars. Not the Jaguars. Not the Titans. Well, not but the, the Titans Ravens. were really more relocated. No, that, it, they weren't they, an expansion team. They, they were, were the Oilers. Oilers. I know. I love the Oilers. That's I, well, the other I problem. I love Houston Oilers. So see, if the Bills can move. Right, even though if the Oilers can move, the Bills can move. So it could happen. I just don't like. Kind of accept the Titans or no? No, I do not accept the Titans. The Texans out. Nope, out. Panthers out. Out. Jags out. Yeah, all of them. I'm telling you, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Uh, 1976 expansion. That's it. Everyone else, you suck. Cleveland Browns, I accept because they were were the Cleveland Browns, and I consider them the Cleveland. And the city deserves the team. And they didn't change the logo. They didn't change the colors. The Ravens, you accept? No, no. Do not accept them. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go. So the worst is Al's rules. The worst is when one of those teams makes it to like the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl. Garbage. Yeah. All right. Five fifty-two. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Wrap things up. G comes in at six. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Giants. We were just talking about them on the Giants and Dodgers in the postseason coming. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Yankees win. What a shock. They win in Baltimore, and the Mets just, good Lord. What else, Al? Jerry, I DVR'd the uh, Mets 30 for 30, Once Upon a Time in Queens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of people was like, oh, we've heard enough with the 86 Mets. Uh, I know all the stories. I want you to tell me after you watch it if if I should watch it. Yeah, well, uh, listening to Sal this morning, he was very excited. He did watch it. Okay. So he got me more excited. Like, I'm, what the hell could be uncovered now? I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, we've read every book. We've had all of those guys on as guests. There was the documentary film about the 86 Mets done. I mean, what else? Daryl with girls in the stands. We know. We need more 86 Mets, Jerry. The fights. The hey, I mean, I don't understand what the hell they've been holding secret for all these years. They held back. You've got a lot of deep, dark or secrets. they made stuff up. Like, Alanis Morissette gave, like, permission 
to do a documentary on her jagged little pill tour and the album from years and years and years. Sat down with them. Then they, I guess they were set to release it. And she's like, this is not accurate or true. Who well, knows? Well, Maybe that, they embellished. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I WFAN and WFAN oh, FM. You need three more hours, Al. New York and Odyssey Station.